welcome to One Dive at a Time, the official podcast of Neptune Warrior, healing heroes one dive at a time. Hey, welcome to this episode of One Dive at a Time. I am Rob Anderson, the director and founder of Neptune Warrior, Neptune Warrior, where our mission is healing heroes one dive at a time. Hey, today uh, for this episode, I'm going to do a rebroadcast of a presentation that I did for the Antelope Valley Desert Divers down in Southern California. They are one of the oldest dive organizations in California, and they have a veteran program of their own. But I was invited out to one of their meetings. We did the meeting by Zoom, and uh, actually it was a it was a combined Zoom as well as having an audience in uh, in the room. So I had a chance to speak to a lot of folks. They they do run a veteran program of their own, and it was just it was nice to be able to get that message out there and get feedback, and it, it really helped solidify what we do. So I'm going to go ahead and play that rebroadcast again. Thank you so much to the Antelope Valley Desert Divers who allowed me to to, uh, present to them. So was really, really hyped about that. And here is that presentation. Okay, so uh, much like our club's core value of support and educate and conserve, Neptune Warriors fall under the same uh, blanket as our affiliate, The Waves Project. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Rob Anderson from Neptune Warriors. Take it away, Rob. Hey, I want to start off by telling you a story about a diver uh, that we had that started with us several years ago. His name is Joey. And I had, uh, I'd actually been asking Joey for quite some time to come out and go diving with us. And, And eventually he did. And... He had just done, he had pulled his seventh deployment in about, uh, in, in about 10 or 11 years. When, when, uh, when Joey came home, he, uh, he, he had, he had quite, quite, a, quite a few surprises and I had been monitoring what was going on with him uh, through, through Facebook and, and just some of the other, you know, just some of the other mutual friends that we had. Anyway, Joey came out Came out on a, on a Sunday morning dive, had a fantastic time. First time that we introduced him in, into the water. We actually run a program that we call Breathe, which is more designed for therapeutic diving. So he just can, he just done his first Breathe session, which really is, is an introduction into very much like what a tri-scuba or discover scuba would be like. A few days later, I'm standing in the, in the kiosk about ready to board Southwest Airlines to head down to Dallas, Texas, to meet with representatives uh, that were going to help us get a, a metal detecting program going uh, fr- from Garrett Metal Detectors. They were going to help us get a metal detecting program going uh, with, uh, for, our, for our veterans. And while I was in the kiosk, I get this text that just says, hey man, thanks for letting me dive with you. And so I texted back and said, hey Joey, you know, no, no problem. Uh, you know, really, you know, really enjoyed having you out there. You can come and dive with us anytime you want. Now, by the time I left the kiosk and boarded the aircraft and was about ready to shut off my, my phone or put it into airplane mode, I get the next text back. He says, uh, you don't realize how much that meant. I had planned to take my life. Instead, I went diving. What I want to introduce you to tonight 
is a program called Neptune Warrior. Our motto is healing heroes one dive at a time. And that is specifically exactly what we do uh, with this mission. What we've done is we took an old model of the way that people reach out to different types of groups and we broke that old model and we built it up from scratch. Now there's a ton of programs, including Waves, that, I mean, you guys do some fantastic things. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping out our, our veterans. I wanted to take a little different approach when I formed Neptune. And the reason why I did that is we don't get to go see Maury eels or gobies or you know giant Pacific octopus on a regular basis. We dive in Idaho. For the most part, it's mud, and if we're really lucky, it's rocks. And if we're really, really lucky, we get to see some pretty fantastic aquatic life that we may get a chance to talk a little bit about that. But we, I wanted to hit this thing with a three-prong approach. You see, as a diver and as a veteran that suffers with PTSD, I understood pretty quickly the magic of diving and what it did for me, coming back from some, from some really rough deployments. And so we hit this thing with a three-prong approach, obviously diving. But I wanted to have it be repeatable. In 2016, what I saw most programs doing is that they were bringing vets from whatever location they were in, in Idaho, in Iowa, from Texas, or wherever it was, and they would take them to these really cool destinations like Maui, uh, or, you know, or even you know, places in, in your own backyard, the Catalina Islands. And it was a one-time event. And, and again, at the time, that's, that's what the majority of the programs were. I wanted something that was gonna be repeatable. The second thing is, I didn't wanna go back to school and get a counseling degree. Uh, I've already got two masters. I was, I was actually working on, on my PhD at the time. Uh, I did drop out of that to pursue Neptune. So I thought, well, my company started training me to be a business coach in 2012. And I just, you know, I saw these different opportunities that instead of doing counseling, we could use coaching. And I'll talk a little bit more about the coaching model later on. But finally, the thing that I missed the most was that sense of community, that building a tribe. And that's what we did in Neptune Warrior. By the way, you'll notice I don't put the S on that. Uh, it's, it's, it's singular. But what I wanted to do was really hit our veterans as well as our first responders with this three-pronged approach of diving, coaching, community, putting the diver first and making diving second. As a matter of fact, I've had conversations with divers. We went out to the dive site with one diver specifically. We had a suicide intervention. We never even hit the water that day. And it's because of the, of the rapport we've been able to, to build up with our veterans. You guys work in waves. You've already seen us. Some of you are even veterans. And, and you've seen how a veteran can really get pulled down and get drugged down by all these different things that, that can happen. You know, PTSD is just one part of it. We also work within the area of, of TBI and depression, suicidal thoughts. But the big thing for our veterans is that they, you know, it, it, I know for me, I would not always reach out because you've got this bravado. You know, you're supposed to shake it off. You're supposed to embrace the suck. You're supposed to press on. And then there's times where you finally hit it. So that last time there's, there's times where you hit it and you can't, um, sometimes you just can't, you just can't pull yourself out. Hey, I'm gonna play a video here and I need to know if you can hear the sound on it. Otherwise I need to reshare my screen uh, so that you can hear the video. So last time when I go. Is the video there? 
or the audio there? Me. Say again, Ryan. I'm good here. All right. So last time when I drove off, it was kind of cool. It was my first experience being in, and it felt like I had an entire body massage. My entire body felt light. It felt tingly. I felt relaxed. I wanted to go to sleep. I really did. I was just, I don't know, that's probably the most relaxed I have ever been. So Kevin is talking specifically about our Breathe program. And Wait, I what I think it is? Sorry. Yes, yes, that's who you think it is. That, that is Kevin. It's a much younger version of Kevin. But wow. Ke Kevin, Kevin participating in our in our breathe program. Our veterans are saddled with again post traumatic disorders, panic attacks, anger, different types of phobias. I myself suffer from crowd anxiety. Believe it or not, I do a, a ton of speaking engagements. Uh, but getting ready for that speaking engagement and then right afterwards, I have a handler that travels with me when when I travel to different locations because of things like crowd anxiety and, uh, and the hypervigilance and, and all like that. So we focus on those areas again within our breathe program, which I'll talk about here in just a few moments. One of the things that we have found out, probably just like what you guys have found out as you're working with your, with your veterans, is that PTS is actually a physical thing that takes place. It's a change of chemicals that, that, that take place in the brain. It changes the neural pathways. And what we do in our program is we do a lot of mindfulness and we do a lot of remapping of those, of those neural pathways. Understanding that, that uh, post-traumatic injuries, they're that difficulty recovering from an event or a series of events. What we are finding now is that our first responders actually deal with more of a series of events on a day-to-day-to-day -day -day basis. They ramp up, then they, then they, have, to, then they have to ramp down. Whereas a lot of our veterans they deploy, they ramp up, and then when they when they come back, uh, it, it looks a lot different than what it does with our first responders who have to go back to work the, uh, the next day. So what we've tried to do is engage through various paths. We use a combination of confined water training, which is our breathe program, open water certifications, and then we also use grounding techniques, which comes out of, out of the area of mindfulness. Our flagship program and where about 80% of my divers sit is in breathe. So what we did is we created a repeatable process and allows the veteran to you know, go, go in and dive as much as, as they possibly can. When I wrote breathe, I wrote it to be in three to four feet of water, shallow enough so the diver needs to, they can stand up. Now we've also run uh, versions of this where we do take them into deeper water uh, and then, and then that actually puts them on the path. If they were not already on the path of certification, it allows them to play a little bit more. These are highly supervised sessions. Uh, the, uh, the standards basically say I'm supposed to have a six to one ratio. I actually have pretty close to a one to one ratio when I look at my dive masters, my instructors, and my training assistants. Also with rescue divers sitting on the side. We know that, eight, that, that from diving, and this comes from a, a, it's actually an older, you know, it's actually older research from 2011. There is newer research out there, but this is the flagship research that came out of Johns Hopkins from, uh, from, uh, from Dr. Kaplan. And that's that there's, you know, we find an 80% decrease in PTSD symptoms. In our own studies, when we've been measuring cortisol effects, uh, we, you know, we found a dramatic decrease in cortisol. And if you're not familiar with what cortisol is, sitting back around the kidneys, you've got adrenaline, and inside uh, that adrenal gland is where the cortisol sits. 
Adrenal is great for, you know, it's, it's designed for way back when we were making itty bitty fires and great big caves and suddenly there's something chasing us. Adrenaline gives us that quick energy to, to move out. Cortisol is a stress drug that's, that sticks with you. And what we're finding is, we were actually finding in our study a decrease in, uh, in cortisol when we do uh, saliva swabs. We do have a case of someone being in full PTSD flashback at the, uh, at the crater over in Utah. And by getting that individual, first of all, in three feet of water, we're able to subside that, that flashback. I don't know if you've ever dove Homestead Crater in, in Utah, but basically you enter, you enter a dead volcano is what you do. And as you, as you walk in, uh, there's a door that slams. And just keep in, and with our diver, uh, you know, as we're trying to get set up with, with diving operations that day, we just kept hearing boom, boom, boom. At the same time, there's kids that are swimming in front of us and they're doing kid things. They're screaming, the kid gets upset, there's kids that are crying. My veteran that I was taking down that day had been in an IED attack in Iraq. As they were trying to escape the, the kill zone, they ran over a bunch of kids. And all that was coming back to him. And what I did with my diver is, as he was going in, into, into flashback mode, I had him put on his mask, I had him put on his regulator. We dropped down to three feet of water, I asked him five or six times, give him the okay signal, are you okay? I kept getting no. Finally about six or, you know, about the sixth or seventh time, he finally says that he's okay. We sit there for a moment, and then we just send it down the rope, uh, down the shot line. First at about eight feet, then we drop to 12 feet, then we drop to 20 feet. And we just hang out, we don't do any drills, we just hang out. I bring him back up, ask him, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm good, let's go dive. And I mean, that, that alone, I think, shows the power. Obviously, it's just one case. I would never try to make a, I never try to make a case off of just one, one uh, point of, of, uh, of data, but it shows, at least in that diver, what diving does for him. That same diver comes back on, on a, comes back on a fairly regular basis to go to sleep underwater because he has what, what's called the wobbles. So it's because that there's vestibular damage and he constantly feels like he's falling and can't sleep at night. The only place that he doesn't feel that is when he's in the water. So we get him underwater, he'll breathe down a, a, a complete tank and I've got a dive master sitting there watching him. What we know is that therapeutic scuba, it helps our wounded heroes, it, uh, not only with our, with our PTSD, but also helps to improve muscle strength, mobility, confidence. We have started transitioning this into working with uh, folks that have got TBIs. What you see right here is, is one, of our, one of the ball drills. We, we, can, we consider it to be mastery when they can take that ball and balance it on the back side of a spoon. We actually run, uh, with, with, our, with our therapy dives, we run 36 to 40% oxygen. When we get them down at 18 feet of water because of the altitude that we're at, we're technically doing hyperbaric therapy. We, we run our protocols uh, for those type of dive sessions through Idaho Hyperbarics and they approve and, and oversee what we're doing as far as our, our hyperbaric protocols. And we're finding that when it's combined with the therapy that, that our divers are doing uh, that have TBI injuries uh, or, or TBIs, 
we're actually seeing an accelerated rate of, uh, of healing with the, with the brain. So again, what we're doing with therapeutic scuba reduces uh, post-deployment stress. I've got breathe divers that when they come back from a deployment, usually about day three or four afterwards, they're with us. Uh, it helps to regain that self-confidence. Uh, we're finding that, you know, you know, we're also showing that scuba is a lifelong activity and can be done with other vets. That's how we're building out our community. And it also assists in navigating new coping skills. So breathe, we use breathe as a relaxation technique. It's a quiet space, it's anti-anxiety. We use a lot of mindfulness drills and, a lot, and uh, we, we use techniques out of, out of cognitive behavior therapy. We're showing improvement in muscle movement, motor skills. The uh, resistance of the water helps a lot. There is not a certification with this. Um, it's all experiential based. We're specifically attacking hypervigilance, anxiety to de-stress. And then the, the cool thing is after the dive, we do a lot of debriefing. We take a lot of what we learn in the pool and we transition that back into life skills. So, I mean, you can just imagine the, the type of metaphors that we create when we talk about using a compass or when we talk about using a buddy line or when, you know, when we talk about learning new skills, we use all those as metaphors that transfer from the pool back into, uh, uh, back into daily, daily life. And again, we're doing this in three to five feet of water. Uh, we only have to rent one to two swim lanes um, or sometimes we'll actually combine that with, uh, with deep work. So just some of the activities we do again, the spool, spoon and ball activities. One of the favorites is what we call monkey business. And this works great when you have three or four divers that are working, working together. Uh, because if, if you slightly brush those monkeys a little too hard, they fly away. They become, they become flying monkeys. And that, teaches them, that also teaches them that when they go into the water uh, to reduce things like moving their hands and, and things like that. You'll notice that our divers, they're using all their scuba rig except for fins. So, I'm gonna pause that for a second. I think, I think the background noise may be, may be coming across too much. Uh, but about 20% of our divers actually go for certification. Uh, that was as of 2016. We have actually increased that a little bit. All of our programs run under NAWI. With the exception of Breathe, we run Breathe both under NAWI as well as SCI. And the reason being is that NAWI requires me to have a BCD, a primary regulator, a backup regulator, an SPG, and a power inflator on that BCD. The problem I run into that with my Breathe divers is when I start putting all that stuff on them, it reminds them of battle rattle. All right, Put it, you know, putting on their gear to go into combat. SEI has allowed me to create a program where as long as I stay in four feet or less or water that is shallow enough for the diver to stand up and, and, uh, and, and, and uh, to recover, I only have to use a primary reg, an SPG, and a back plate. And what that does is it reduces that feeling of battle rattle uh, for, for my divers. So we are approved as a VA testing center, which means that my divers that are veterans can use their GI uh, Bill benefits, uh, and they can basically go from zero to hero. They can go all the way from scuba, uh, from, uh, scuba diver or, or uh, open water 
uh, open water, we used to call it open water one in Nowy, but open water, all the way up to instructor and they can use their VA all the way through. Uh, the master scuba diver course, Ryan, raise your hand if this was a tough course. Uh, our master scuba diver actually goes beyond the Nowy, um, well actually all of our courses go beyond the, the Nowy criteria. For example, our basic certification is six to 10 dives because when I send them to California to go dive with you guys, I don't want them to embarrass the state of Idaho. We do a lot of specialty courses. Uh, we do advanced certification. Our advanced uh, dives or advanced certification is, uh, is 10 dives plus additional academic work. Uh, then they go through rescue diver and, uh, and then on up to master scuba diver. Our master scuba diver program is almost kind of like getting, it's almost like getting a, 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 it's almost like a college master's course. I mean, they have to write, I mean, they have to write a thesis. They've got to do about six or seven different academic activities, lots of specialties and everything else like that. Our training assistants and our dive masters, not only do they hold the scuba rating as training assistant and dive master, but they're also trained in life coaching and, 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 and how, to, how to process and experience so that afterwards they can talk to a diver about, you know, and, and how to apply that into, into life skills. The other path that we do is, is through coaching. So we use a tool that's called Emergenetics. We also do PTSD and transition coaching and extensive journaling because we want them to capture this experience as, as they go through. So psych, the psychometric tool we use is called Emergenetics. If you're familiar with Myers-Briggs or DISC, um, I'm actually certified in, in those other two tools as well. I use Emergenetics because it gives me a better understanding of how that diver uh, is is uh, is reacting and, and how to actually approach that diver. So it also helps us out when we're coaching uh, or going through suicide interdictions. It also we we're also showing how we track behavioral changes and, and behavior preferences with the tool. So we look at the four uh, aspects of thinking preference of analytical, structural, conceptual, and social, and then we also look at the behaviors of expressiveness, assertiveness, and flexibility. Uh, we also do financial uh, coaching. This is something that's very, very new to us. I'm a certified uh, Ramsey um, coach, financial coach. And so we've got our first couple of divers that they want to go, go do diving, but uh, it's just like a lot of us, they say, well, I can't afford it. Well, then when we start walking them through, it's like, hey, wow, if I, if I do these steps, I can get this debt paid off, and now I can go live my scuba life. And that's what we're really after. Is, is helping them understand how to pay off debt, go through those baby steps, and go take some cool diving because that's what it's all about. As we do this, we attack things like the negative and self-critical thoughts. Um, we are constantly looking at our divers when they show up on a dive site, whether that's open water or if it's out in, in it or over at the pool. We're looking for those things like physical signs of fatigue, uh, poor concentration. If we see that, we stop the dive and say, hey, you know, let's talk, what's, what's going on? And then, we, and then we actually attack the behavioral isolation or passivity or even the inactivity uh, by doing the, the, the community aspect of, of this. You know, we, we understand that if a diver, you know, if those physical, physical needs are not being met or if there's safety issues or if, you know, if they're cold in the water or if there's stuff going on at home, their head is not into that dive. So when we approach our coaching, we, we are able to go in uh, or what we've, 
been able to do is go in and meet that person at that level. So if they feel like that they don't belong, we're not talking about, hey, let's go, you know, let's go do a, a cleanup dive project. You know, you know, something like, you know, like what you guys do with Project Aware or what we do with Nowy Green Diver. We can't even have that conversation with them until they feel like that they're part of our team or that they feel like that they're in a, in a, in a even a psych, you know, psychological safe place. And so we, we really drive to, to meet those needs. As they go through and they're journaling all, all this, we're having them look at things like cognitive distortions. We're helping them understand better what the tribe is or that community, understand what the adventure is. What we're finding is that our divers have now have a way of going back and looking at how they overcame adversity when they did have to embrace a suck. And in what we call locus of control, uh, reset that locus of control so that they have a better mindset to go attack the things in the daily life, whether it's at work or bills or marriage or relationships or whatever, that they can go and that they can go and hit. The other area that we hit is what we call we call it the tribe. It's the community, and we've got a couple of things that we do with this. Sit by the pit. Uh, it, it's you know sit you know surface interval time is that decompression time. Uh, we have what we call red tide dives that we support those other team members that are support uh, that are deployed. We've got our dive jackets and our coins. What I did is a couple of years ago, when I built uh, Neptune Warrior in 2016, my vision was for us to have our own place to dive and our own place to just, just gather as a group. What was happening in our early days, we would go out to the YMCA or we'd go out and do an open water dive and then we would come back to you know, some, some kind of a restaurant now on, on Friday nights, uh, that restaurant was, was Burger King. They closed at, at, at 10.30. They would actually let us hang out till 11.30. But here's the deal. It's really hard to have some great conversations about what's bothering you or how you overcome a nightmare or just hanging out if you're either getting kicked out of a place early or if uh, there, there's other people that are around and, and it doesn't allow our veterans to really focus on that moment. So I don't use my backyard for anything. What I did is, like, is over the past couple of years, through sweat equity projects, our divers have come in and we have built out a, uh, a fire pit area. That's the sit by the pit. Uh, it's down right now, it, as, it, as in this picture, but we have a pool that we can train in. We're actually uh, trying to put in a, a, a larger stand-up pool for this next year. And uh, it's, it's, it's a place where our veterans can, can congregate. They can come and they can hang out and, and just be themselves. You know, that, and that's, that's really what, what we're looking for. You'll notice that, that we've got uh, uh, the, the, the jackets, and I'll, and I'll talk about that here in, in just a second as well. But we just have all these opportunities for our veterans uh, to get together. Now, by the way, I keep talking about our veterans. The group I haven't talked about has been what we call our kick-ass civilians. About 40% of Neptune Warrior is supported by civilians that, and some never even had a, a, uh, a reach into the military. You know, they didn't have someone that, that was, you know, from their family in the military, but they believe in supporting our veterans. There's no way I could do my mission without having this, these veterans that come in and, and support us on these dives. And, and all this all this other work we do. By the way, again, we're diving in 
our, our high temperature in the summertime is 60 degrees. Uh, and, and we dive on Thursday nights. These are the kind of crowds that we have coming out on Thursday night to go dive mud and rocks. And again, a lot of this is, is helped out by our volunteers and our, and our civilians. We, we, do a, we do a lot of themed dives. We've got a lot of quirky themes. So we, we run dives like 50 Shades of Bay, where we dive as Barclay Bay. And we put out, uh, we put out 48 pairs of really crappy sunglasses. And then the, uh, the Maverick stores, uh, kind of a, a regional chain here, donates two pairs of pugs to me every year. And we put out two brand new pairs of pugs. So we do 50 Shades of Bay. We do what we call the booty dive. So all the crap that you find in other lakes and ponds, you get to bring out and it's, it's kind of like a, you kind of like get to trade stuff. And our local dive shop, Boise Scuba Center, uh, will usually hook me up with, with some nice swag to go hide new swag or gently used swag out of, out of the rental line. We'll hide that out in the water. We do the pajama dive where you have to come out and dive with uh, a pair of pajamas over your wetsuit. By the way, we're not gonna do that dive in July anymore because it's just too hot. Uh, we're going to find a cooler time of year to do that. But we just do all these different themed dives. Uh, we had a Hawaiian night. You had to dive, come out and dive in a Hawaiian shirt. And then I think we had, I think we had pig, pig tacos that night or something like that. We just find these different ways to, to involve our veterans, again, on a, Thursday, on a Thursday night. This is our Memorial Day dive. So, again, just doing, you know, fun activities. Again, sit by the pit. It's that decompression time. We'll do mini seminars. The, they're very simple rules. You bring your own lawn chair, you bring something to share to either eat or drink, and you bring a bundle of firewood. And that's, that's the price of immense. You can't come in the gate before seven o'clock because I need to have my decompression time and not having people fill in my backyard uh, so much. But one of the things I am doing this next year is my, is my uh, dive masters and my board are gonna have a, uh, we're gonna have a, a coated gate or a, a gate with a, with a code security code put on this next year, and then they can start running these things, whether I'm I'm home or not. Red tide dives. Oh, and I didn't change my my text there. Sorry about that. Red tide dives is how we support those members that are deployed. It's remember everyone deployed. We run these dives on a Friday night. We set up lots of fun activities to do. Sometimes we'll do what we call a underwater dive challenge, the UDC, uh, which has a lot of quirky games. Again doing things like uh, going underwater, putting on a pair of pants underwater, or uh, the other one is if you want a t-shirt, because we'll give out special t-shirts, is that you have to put on a t-shirt underwater, which means taking off your BCD, putting the t-shirt on, and then putting your BCD back on. We do uh, three-legged fin races. We do you know just all kinds of crazy activities that transfer back to better confidence under, underwater. The price of admission for these is that you have to bring something to put in a box that we send to a soldier, marine, airman, uh, sailor that is deployed overseas. So I, I, I work with with our local uh, with our with our local airfield here. Get names of people that we can send uh, send things to uh, to, uh, to 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 uh, deploy personnel. So that that's just one of the, one of the things that we'll do with that. Again, uh, jackets, coins, patches, flags, and events. They just help to build that tribe, build up that esprit de corps. The jackets and coins are actually earned through work and number of dives. It gives us our own identity. One of the rules on the jackets, no military affiliation. 
because again, I've got civilians that volunteer for this. I don't want someone walking up and, you know, if, if Ryan's got a ranger tab on and I've got a combat diver tab on, you know, and then one of our other, you know, one of our other folks like, you know, Phil or Lori, they don't have a military affiliation. I don't want them feeling separated from our organization. So there's no rank, no units, no cool schools or anything like that on the jackets. It's all dive, it's all dive related. And it's a pretty special event uh, when they get that. If you go out to, on Instagram, uh, or even on Facebook and look up Neptune Warrior Org, you'll see some of those videos. And it's a big, big thing when they get their jackets. The coins, it's crazy with the coins because the, if you've ever been around challenge coins, you know, one of the rules is if someone drops a coin and you don't have yours, you have to buy drinks. And we've had times where we've been in restaurants or we've been at sit by the pit, all of a sudden you hear cling, 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 little coin will drop and pretty soon everybody's dropping coins or everybody's diving for you know, dive in their pocket for a coin and God help the person that doesn't have a coin because it usually happens on a night where we've got 15 or 20 that sit by the pit and that's a lot of drinks to buy. We also do a lot of special events and dives and, th and things like that just to uh, make our divers feel really uh, welcome. We, we have really focused on reaching out to our veteran community and you know, making, making diving more of a lifestyle and having this be an alternative. I understand that we are not the only answer, but we are an answer. You know, we, you know, we don't want to be the, the hammer and the, and the whole world looks like a nail. We, just, we understand that we're just another tool that's in the toolbox. And a lot of our veterans use us with other recreational as well as other therapeutic, uh, other therapeutic uh, uh, venues. So we leverage water as being that natural healing force for us. We use a lot of metaphors with it. We use it as a, a way to communicate uh, with our veterans. Just very quickly, I'm gonna wrap up here. This is what it looks like, the amount of time that's invested in, in diving. When we look at what it takes, you know, traditionally, there's not a whole lot of hours, with Neptune a little bit more hours, but that BREATHE program, that, that can be, I mean, we, I've got divers who have hundreds and hundreds of hours. Literally, uh, one, one of my divers has, has got about 160 hours in just three feet of water doing breathing concepts. And that's, and that's basically you know, all they do. No desire to go get certified. So again, we're a 501c3 nonprofit. We're run 100% by veterans uh, and, and public, or uh, that's actually supposed to be run 100% by veteran, public safety, and civilian volunteers. I need to update that. If you want more information, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beg you here. Please go out, whether it's on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Audible, look up One Dive at a Time, please subscribe, rank us really high. And the reason why I ask that is, uh, there are people who are searching for resources, and the, the higher rank that we have, and the more downloads we have, that puts us higher up in that podcast search engine. We're the only podcast that's out there that talks about diving as therapy whether that's for veterans or civilians. So please do, do us a favor. You can find us out on Instagram. You can find us out on Neptune uh, or on, on, uh, on Facebook. And then you can look up me personally at, uh, on, the, on the web at scubarob.com. Thank you very much for this opportunity to, to present Neptune Warrior to you. I wanna close with this. 
the, lo the logo that we have is really special to us. When I was when I was trying to get Neptune off the ground, and I was looking for a logo and put it out on Facebook like everybody else does. Hey, I'm looking to get a logo design. A girl that I dated in high school actually uh, is the one is the one who who drew this logo for me, and she has a very special attachment to the military. Lost somebody very close to her uh, to to veteran suicide, and when you look at the logo, you'll notice that the trident there's there's three parts to it, and that's our diving. That's our coaching, and that's our, our community or our tribe. So again, uh, Liliana and, and Jeff, thank you so much for the invite. Uh, I don't know if you guys want me to st stick, stick around for questions. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do so, but, it, but, that, but that's the end of my presentation. Yeah, well, that would be great. Um, let's see, I'll, I'll check with the room here first, and then we'll open it up to the, everybody else. Anybody have any questions for Rob? Where's he at in Idaho? Where are you at in Idaho, Rob? Boise. That's B-O-I-Z-E-E. -E, Boise, Idaho. <laughs> Anybody else? Which, 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 by the way, having a program like this in Boise is, I mean, normally if, if a guy's going to go run a scuba program, he's not going to do it in Boise, Idaho. He's going he's gonna to go someplace where there's actually nice water. But... But the, here's, here's the thing, guys, and I'm, thank you so much for asking me where we're at. Uh, per capita, we have the highest veteran suicide rate in the nation, uh, per capita. We are number, I uh, believe that we're like number four, number five in the nation for female veteran suicide. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I just wanted to put the camera on, just let you know you got... A bunch of people here listening to you. Thank you, Rob. Hey. A bunch of people online listening to you. We got a couple of the CEOs from Waste Project online. Um, just getting all kinds of positive feedback for, to you. So thank you very much for sharing. Uh, is anybody online want to ask Rob a question? No? All right. Well, uh, one thing I want to definitely show, Rob, is you, you had mentioned military pride and the challenge coin. Um, here with our club, we don't have tokens. We have a challenge coin. So what I'm going to do is present you with one of our coins. Um, where's the camera? Yep. The front has our, our original emblem. It's 50 years old. Elm Valley Desert Divers. On the back has our core values, which you subscribe to perfectly. Uh, you'll see our shark there with the waves in the back representing Waves Project. And then Kira Personalis, which is the care of people. And I couldn't think of a better person to present this to. So this coin will be coming to you, sir. Brother, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, for the, for the Patty Waves. And that was just an incredible opportunity to present. It has been a while since I've done any kind of live presentation. So I really felt rusty. But at the same time, we've got to get this message out there. All right, that is all that I have for this episode. I want to, pre I I want to again, express my appreciation to the Antelope Valley Desert Divers for having me be a part of their meeting. Looking forward to diving with those guys. In fact, I'm actually looking at some dates around the September, October timeframe that maybe I can get out there and do some diving with them. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you are out on any of the platforms. 
please give us a five rating. I know right now we're trying to get our Audible numbers up. So if you happen to be out on Audible, we'd really appreciate the uh, uh, you giving us five stars there. The more contacts that we have and the higher the rating, the better our opportunity is to get this message into uh, out there for, for people who really, really do need it. So have a uh, great week. Remember, as long as you've got air, you are all right.